Let's roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for all things Kings of War. Join your hosts, Mark Zylinski, Jeremy Duval, and Rob Fanouf as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. Tonight we have a number of discussions that were cut from our Mountaineer GT episode for length. Uh, so sit back and enjoy uh, these clippings from the Cutting Room 4. So we got to the venue, what, about 7 o'clock maybe? Yeah. Let's touch on the venue. It was a comfort in. I will say, this was one of the coolest venues I think I've seen for Kings of War. Uh, it had an elevator from your hotel room floor. They went right down into the gaming room. I thought, this is dope. You know how many times I walked upstairs that weekend? Almost none. Right. It was incredible. A lot of restaurants around. So Friday night, we got there. We went to a, a, a drinking establishment right next to the hotel. Met a bunch of guys, and, and I ate a crap ton of chicken wings. <laughs> you were eating off of other people's yep. plates, and then our food came, and then you finished yours, and we're like, you, you going to eat those? Yeah, I was hungry. I, I guess on the way up, we didn't really stop a lot. No. But yeah, it was d- delicious. And then after, and dinner was complete, we went back to the venue, and we played Ray Shield's Lord of the Rings game. Amazing. Battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah, so those of you that haven't seen it, he's got a giant setup of, uh, I mean, screen accurate enough, uh, Helm, you know, Helm's Deep, and so there's castle walls, and there's, I don't know, I think he told me 300-something miniatures. It's crazy. And so each of the players would choose a side. There's, you know, obviously good and evil, and uh, each of the good players would get, like, I had Gimli, and I had a retinue of, like, 24 uh, Warriors of Rohan. And then, like, there was Legolas, and then um, Felix had King Theoden, and, like, you know, just all these different things. And then there was the Orc side, and they had um, just, I mean, hundreds of models. It was awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. The best part was, it's basically the the Lord of the Rings game from Games Workshop, but I think Ray kind of strips it back for drunken frivolity. So um, we had a sheet with like all of our numbers on it, with everything on it. There was like a quick reference of like what you could do on a turn on the backside. And honestly, Ray and Jake uh, Cherapika were helping to guide the game and tell people what to do. It was incredible. Like we were just having a good time and, and yelling. And if the good side did really well, we were yelling. And if the bad side did really well, we were booing them. So it was just a heck of a lot of fun. So I was playing Gimli because, uh, you know, dwarves. My dog's name is Gimli. I have to play Gimli. And my goal, I, we, everybody had their own little submissions that they were supposed to accomplish. And so my goal was to kill more stuff than Legolas, which is really hard when Legolas has more shooting attacks than anybody else in the game um so towards the end i was trying to to get more kills up so i ended up running through the little sewer at the bottom of the deepening wall and was just fighting hordes of orcs by myself just to try to get more kills and uh i ended up not winning but i I started catching up um but but the game ended and i didn't have a chance to kill anymore so but the side of good still won we held off the orc invasion for long enough um all 24 of my rohan warriors were dead so when my turn came around i was like yep gimli fighting uh, fighting orcs all by himself. It was pretty awesome. I might have had a couple archers left on the up in the castle portion, but uh, I played Aragorn, and all my guys on the deepening wall were dead, and it was just me rolling 
sixes like a champ. Yeah, it was incredible. I tried to buy Ray's dice off of him, and he, he said no. So big thanks to Jake and Ray for setting this up. I mean, it's a lot of work to bring this thing. I mean, this is a big, big board. I don't know, was it like a four by six panels? I mean, it was huge. Yeah, I mean, it was it was about like a six by four table, maybe a little bit smaller, but I mean, it was still very large. But it was amazing because it looked straight up like the movie. It was awesome. If uh, We were playing Helm's Deep. You know, even though we won, uh, King Theoden did die, which, you know, maybe that was a little foreshadowing for the weekend for Felix. I don't know. <laughs> My thing was to keep all the heroes alive. And of course, Felix goes and gets himself killed. So that was that was fun. But yeah, it was fun. On the wall, just swinging away, fighting four or five guys as they're coming over the wall. It was uh, everything we could do. And in fact, I think it was pretty balanced because at the end, there was a good chance, you know, had the dice went differently that they they would have not, they would have taken me down and maybe even you down and won the day, as they say, because we won five to six, I think, in, in, in victory points. There was no way I was going to crush them all. And that was the mindset. But the reality is they did wound Aragorn, which some people had told me was not ever had never happened before. And I said, well, you haven't met me yet. <laughs> so, yeah, great, great game. Uh, and then afterwards, we kind of just hung out, you know, did a little recording played you know played some board games and just did a little drinking it was a lot of fun it was a great event hey, we're jesse Cuomo. how you doing buddy i'm i'm not dead so you're I'm not dead you. that's a bonus so we're at mountaineer gt and, and and in fact we only came to this event only came to this event for two reasons to hang out with jesse cornwell in west virginia and to see our friend Tony Nelson. That's right. this, this and Tony home, backed out. This is my hometown. But you know what? And, and came reward. I got me, I believe, am I the first with a counter You are the first chat? and only. The first and only counter yeah, I, 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 made, I made a few hats, but you're the only one that, that, that right. has one. Yeah. And I'm rocking it, baby. Yeah. Rock- you make a painting. Right. You got to find the right wall to put it on. And I'm all. And I'm your always, head is the perfect wall for that. Right. I mean, a big old melon head, shirts. I mean, I, I can rent out ad space on this body. Exactly. Well, you went on, you'd be like NASCAR. Right, you're like a hundred thousand for the sleeve, and I'm I'm willing to pimp out, folks. Absolutely. Give me kind of your perspective. You've been to every one of these, right? Mm-hmm. What 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 number are we on for Mountaineer? Which is held in Martinsburg, West Virginia. This is this is the third Mountaineer. Okay, uh, and it's getting bigger every year. It is, and that, it's kind of a problem we have in Mid Atlantic. We're kind of this weird, kind of stretched out region, and um, we've got quality people. I mean, not bragging or anything, but uh, I mean, we do we do have a former U.S. master that, that plays a lot. We got somebody that. Knows a little bit that came in third at Masters, right. but I mean, you, you, you plays high at the events. And, uh, the, the, the Some big, are better than others, the though. The big Richard Swingers are the aristic, aristocrats, and uh, I think every tournament they go to, uh, at least three of them are in the top ten. They may not yeah. win it, but they're they're fighting for it. So, well, is that because they're really good, or because they don't take just anybody? Oh, they'll take just anybody. I mean, they got Alex Chavez. I mean, you see that guy. It's uh. well, he he, he kind of hit his peak. <laughs> yeah. He needs well, to go I back mean, to dwarves. Yeah, let's well, be honest. Once you get once you're the U.S. master, I mean, what's the yeah, point for the rest? Exactly. So a little bit more about just mountaineer and the growth and it's good. Like um, Chris Fisher runs. Chris Fisher. Uh, they in uh, your hobby place is a local hobby shop. His dad owns. And that's right around the corner. Back, maybe at lunchtime I'm going to go over and check yeah. it out. I haven't been there before. And it's um, I mean it's chill. It's in this, this nice hotel. Nice thing about Martinsburg is it's a nice area. We're like 20 minutes from Hagerstown, 10 minutes from Winchester, but it's um. Hotels are cheap. It's like what eighty bucks. For it was so like this is my perspective. First time I go to a lot of events, mm-hmm. and this year it was like, hey, we're gonna go to events that we haven't been to before. Damn, we've been missing out. So we went to Bug Eater, and that is a great event. The venue is amazing. It's in a school, big open air, lots mm-hmm. of air conditioning, and it was dirt cheap. This one, same token, is a little bit closer. Get on the forty. 
which is right off by my house. Take it to 81, and then you're there. Yeah, that is nice. Like, thing. literally, like, there's one turn in the in, in an 11-hour drive. And that is the nice thing about Martin's Like, West Virginia itself, it's like, that's why I'm having problems. Like, Charleston is, is kind of a pain to get to because you got to go over mountains, all this. Martinsburg's on the what's called the tidal basin. It's pretty much you just come up through Virginia and you hit Martinsburg. Yeah. And you just ride in. It's just right on 81. It's an hour from D.C. I mean, you take the Mart train. Yeah, the Mart train from here to D.C. I mean, it's, it's Is that easy. what you guys do or you guys drive? Yeah, yeah. it's easy. I mean, it's but easy like, to get around. Let's talk about the hotel. It, it is inexpensive. Yeah. But it's a heck of a setup because you basically have the basement room. You have an elevator from your floor with the room. It takes mm-hmm. you right into the gaming hall. He's provided all the drinks yep. and all the snacks you and can snacky eat. snacks. It's like, uh, you have no reason to leave. Yeah. I mean, but if you had to, there's establishments. And then if you want to go outside, there's literally a door right next to here. You can just yeah. go outside. Like, it's just a really cool, it's laid-back atmosphere. And there's lots of places to eat and everything. I mean, everything's super close. You don't have so to wander around. We have walls. 40 this year with the ringer, 39 with the ringer. Yep. How big can this place get? You know, I, I don't know how many more tables you can probably can squeeze a few more. Honestly, I, th- I feel like I mean, I feel like forty is the sweet spot because you've got we've got enough space. We can put our stuff. We can walk around. Nobody feels crowded. I mean, you always want to go bigger, but I mean, you do you though? I, we had this conversation with Billy on the ride up. I don't know that you want to go bigger. Ninety or eighty player event. You don't get to meet anybody because you get to meet like you're probably going to hang out with people you already know, and then you go to a small event maybe like Blue City where there's twenty eight players. Honestly, I feel like Masters is the perfect spot. There's 64 60. players? Yeah, 64. Like, that's about as big as you want to get. Because you're going to know everybody from your region. So you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? You want to hang out? But it's like, I see you all the time. So I'll talk are to you. Are you one of those guys that makes a concerted effort to say, you, you seven guys, I, I play with you too much. I don't want to see you. I'm going to go go hang with the other guys. Well, when you're a big deal like me, everybody wants to hang out with Well, you. you're a big deal. Right. Uh, internet, minor internet celebrity? Minor internet celebrity. You need to get a shirt with that, like our tag made. Yeah. I have to tell Kyle he needs to make more. Yeah. We also were very happy to see Kyle Pretzel Twinkie did not back out. Yeah, Every he, other event I've ever been to, he backs out. Well, except for Adepticon. Yeah, well, he, he'll be a Lady of the Lake. He's got to defend his title. Is he actually going to show up? Well, yeah, because we're doing Lady of the Lake, and then we're turning around, driving from there, and going to Gen Con, because we got to work the, work the booth. Okay. So that one's that going to be And rough. then you got TNT at the end? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing TNT. I don't know if Kyle's, Kyle's not going to TNT. It's too, it's too much. He, ain't no, he, ain't he, doesn't have, he doesn't have the stamina. He ain't down with all that wrestling stuff. Yeah. Well, let's flip it over. We've got Mike Austin joining us now, who was Jesse's opponent for round one. So, first question to you is, what do you think about the Northern Kings scoring system? Initially, I didn't like it. Okay. What were the initial dislikes? I'm not a huge fan of the bonus points and stacking points. Been to events where they have those bonuses there, and somebody runs away after three games, and nobody else has a chance. Right. Now, the, my question is: Is it because the bonus points, how like, like objectives or whatever, are too easy to get, or are not mutually exclusive to winning? So, like sometimes you go to an event, and it's like if you're winning the game, then you're automatically right. already doing the. But like, there's some events that that go contrary to that. Right. Where really, the loser's what's going to get the bonus yeah. points. But right. And and that's what you're always looking for. Is you're looking for the loser to get bonus points. This does it. But there's not a way to do it without giving the winner bonus points as well. But right. at least it keeps those losers in contention by having yeah, points. I mean, like you lost, you got twenty three, right? I forget, I'm ten. You got ten, exactly. Yeah, hey, I got ten yeah. too. Okay, <laughs> we've never played. I don't know if I want to do that. Going though. down because I know Logan, because man. then I can go up undefeated against you. But <laughs> yeah, but I think I think it's it, 
it's working so far. We're one game in. I can't really claim it. And you've been yet. to every one of these as well. Yeah, yeah. This is number three. What do you? What did? What have you seen in terms of growth over the years? It's fantastic. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, having about forty now, which is great. I think the first year was low twenties. Chris was a little worried and not sure if he was going to do it the next year, but so happy he did. Creeped up last year. Last year was one of the most competitive tournaments I've ever been to in my entire life. It was a six-game tournament. It was grueling. It had like 10 or 12 Masters players. And then this year, I mean, I haven't counted, but probably close to that as well. And I'm kind of with you on the size of of tournaments. I think any bigger than this, and you start to lose some of the the companionship, friendship. The personality. Yeah, yeah. I think the 6-4 is not terrible in certain environments, but I don't, I don't want every tournament to be are you a four yeah. people. Question to both of you guys. Are you a five-game or a six-game guy? Okay. I, I'll answer for me. I'm five-game every time. I was a six-game guy because I want to get, like, every game in and blah, 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 like, kill main burn. You know, it's right. too competitive. But after doing a couple tournaments of five games, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can do four games in one day because – Especially now, like we, it's a lot of regions. We all bring another game to play. So I like get my three games of Kings in, and then I'm like, all right, let's go play something else. Dead like, zone, play, play Vanguard, the, the board games. You guys right. playing Kingsburg last night. I'm definitely on the five game venue, but in an ultra competitive environment, I do. So Masters, Masters. You want to see six games? Masters. You want to see separation? I see. I expect six games at Masters. But I expect it to be a four and two <laughs> instead of a three three. Which that was a uh, weird. It was a weird. It, it was a weird it split up. It, 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 it made work. it difficult for people to try. Yeah. yeah, but it's and whoever's the TO, I think they need to sit back and decide: Do I want this to be an ultra competitive tournament and do six, or do I want to make it a casual, friendly environment and, and make it? Five? And what do you think this is? Uh, because of the last two years, I thought it, I saw it as the super competitive, but I don't think Chris necessarily wants it to be that either. He's I mean, just attracting the wrong people. Yeah, yeah he needs to stop talking. You got to get rid of you. <laughs> the thing is, this the location is talking yeah. to people. I mean, we have you obviously here coming from afar. We got people coming from all different regions, and it, most people are like, it wasn't that bad of a drive. No. Like I said, it's an easy drive. Even if it's eleven, twelve hours, yeah. it's like it's a straight it's shot. Straight shot. I mean, for us, it was an hour and a half or something. I mean, it's fantastic. But it's, it's just great to see it. I'm glad that it's it's picked up steam, and I think it will continue to do so. But yeah. I don't want it to get blown out of water. I understand. You know? So, question to you guys. The, the list in the room, how would you describe them? Would you say this is a, a tough room, an easy room? Uh, definitely a tough room. Tough room. Yeah. I mean, this, this might be the toughest room outside of Masters that I've seen. It, it, because the list here, there's, four, there's 39 lists. Kick it right in the well, nuts. Even, even the ringer list. Um, yeah. Fisher, Chris Fisher's letting them use his bad language. That's formation. Yeah. I mean, the, the only... The, yeah. So, I mean, what would you... You agree that's a, oh, no, it's a tough room. Absolutely. And, and like I said, last year it was that as well. It, it The location here is a competitive area. I mean, the people that can make it here are competitive players. Um, it, it's definitely a tough room, without a doubt. I'm just glad it's five game tough room not a six game tough room hey Joe, we're joined by Alex Chavez would you come on in here yeah, Alex what's your take on Mountaineer you've been to every three all three of these I have yeah it's, what's, you've seen the growth yes I have it's, it's awesome to see I mean this has always been basically our, our kind of you know premier milling event it's always been premier. one premier event it's, it's been fun to see it grow I mean, we it's weird to say 20. premier and West Virginia in the same sentence it sounds odd but we're actually oddly in this central location for our region actually so yeah. like you get about an hour and a half, you go to Pennsylvania. You get an hour and a half, you're in D.C. That's where I'm from, you know. It yeah. takes a little further to get to Richmond. But, I mean, within two to three hours, you've encompassed 90% of the players, I think, in the Mid-Atlantic, yeah. you know, for the most part. So, it's actually, you know, oddly, this central location. It's a great tournament. Chris runs it. It's a fun time. You know, we're double where we were. I think when we started, it's like we started with 21, 22. We're at 40 now. So, yeah. that's awesome, you know. Your I take on the Northern Kings scoring? 
Northern Kings. You like Northern oh, Kings? I play one game with it yet, right? So I, I you know, I wanna you know, reserve say, judgment. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna you know say it's amazing. I do like what it's trying to do. I think in theory, it's a very cool idea just to give points, not take away. Um, it's so trying we'll to reward. I think the, the loser, right? right? Mainly, I think so. Yeah, I think it does. Not, not yeah. punish the right. Not punish. I mean, I got to draw. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really disheartening when you get five and then you're like, oh, I'm down to one or zero. Right, right, like, exactly. It, it kind exactly. of represents a closer game better. Yeah, that 15-5 scoring. It's like, yeah, we had a really close game. You and your opponent are having a good time. You need score. And, like, it's a punch in the nut. You're like, well, yeah, we had a close game. I got three fucking points. That's well, I think what happened in our game, which I thought was interesting, is I had a, I had a point, the game with Jesse, where I could have gone and contested an objective. And taking a point away from him. I wouldn't get the point, and he would lose a point. So there's no point to doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, never, I didn't think about yeah, that, but you're like, right. Because in this one, you get bizarre. plus one for each, each right, point. Right. But if you're contesting it, you're just taking, you're just being a dick. Exactly. Right. Right. exactly. So it, it's a really interesting environment to think about yeah, it that way. Like, you know? you know, last round, it's a viable strategy. It's like, all right, I'll take that point away from you because, you know, if I win, you know. Well, you're a dick, so you would do that. <laughs> yeah. I would never do that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, Rob. Remember, the, the sportsman votes are all about what you do at the table. You know, the quote George O'Connell, it shouldn't matter what you do off the table. Right? <laughs> 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 no, nah, no, nah, yeah. the people like Mike, yeah, fine. I, I, I don't care if I lose that. Whatever, I'm going to test everything. But other people know I would. Just right. certain people. Certain people. I'm not a dwarf, but I do have a book of grudges. The ogre book right. of grudges. Your take on what are we doing right to get in frozen game? What are we doing wrong? Third question is what can, we'll get to this one a little later, but we need to probably there's probably things we can do better in the tournament scenario, in the tournament environment to and bring in. And, yes, but so state of the game in terms of new players, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? Right, right. Um, I think we was right. We have a good community. I think well, I think we do have a good environment for new players. I don't just don't know how to make it happen at the local level, right? Because it always comes back to, like, the game store, right? Like, I think that's where it comes down to, right? And I, I don't know if that's the community's fault or Mantic's fault or who, but I think there is a disconnect somewhere from the game store to the tournament, right? How do you get that player there, right? I mean, we're talking about Mountaineer. Mountaineer's growing a lot. You know, how does it happen? Like, everyone coming has a really good time. They go back home. They tell their friends, yeah, we're coming back and we're bringing, you know, friends. So they end up having more people and, and it grows from there. So it's that word of mouth that you see – Playing the game and having your friends play a game, I think we're missing it. Is only so we're just not communicating level. enough? Maybe. Um, and like you said, we're not getting the right leaders in the, the local spots to. I mean, if you have a local scene, you got to have a champion that runs it. And right. I've seen instances where you got good champions and it grows, and I've seen bad champions and I'm like, fuck that guy. Right. Well, I'm going to play War Machine. Sure. We also have to realize, man, every tournament needs to be a production. Like, for a lot of time, we'll do like 2250 on a one day, and it's like, why not do a thousand point and it's a one day you're gonna get some local guys and maybe we'll have some models and yeah you, you don't get you don't need a, a trophy it's literally I do once a month usually first weekend of the month just like welfare I run a tournament in our little local hobby shop and it sometimes we do one thousand so it'd be fifteen hundred I've even done a five hundred point and, you know it's like three games will blast through and the prize is literally like all right first place gets twenty bucks for credit yeah I cool. like I think I think one days are great honestly I think our region I know I think one of like you know, put our region under fire. We think our leaders haven't done a good job promoting one day. So that's how you get new players, I think, is yeah. one-day tournaments. Because nobody's going to start with a two-day tournament. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much to say, hey, bring a fully painted army yes. that you've never well, played a game. And I think it's a mistake, too, to party. say you have to have an army. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. most tournaments are pretty cool about it. You know, if it's the first new player, they'll say, yeah, bring your bare plastic, and that's fine. Um, 
but it's just it's the thought of even putting together a whole other point army and gluing it together for a new player. It's daunting, right? I mean, I think I think agree with you. Smaller points, more frequent one days, and, and getting you know people game days. And, game day. and, and exactly. I know to get new players, we kind of compare ourselves to, to G Dubs and Warhammer, but we also need to really emphasize what makes us different. It's like I've played competitive Warhammer, I've played competitive War Machine, and like when I did War Machine, I literally would walk away from the tournament stressed, like heart beating, sweating. Like I just ran a marathon. This, no matter what happens, like I, I, we're 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 clean in the fact our play and the rules, and we just there's no stress. Like a lot of people get intimidated. You're like, oh god, it's a two day, and I'm gonna run against that guy. And like, you're not going to. Yeah. And he, I mean, I'm not gonna lie and say we don't have those. You might guys. run into that guy the first day, right? And when you do run into that the guy, like trust me, there's gonna be enough people here to be like, you know, I'll play, I'll play that guy. Don't worry about a new guy, right? You know. It's rare if you run into that guy. And if you do, you tell him, shut up, get over it. Like, it, there's no reason to be intimidated by a two-day. It's really it's really sitting here, you're chilling, you're BSing, especially five days. Mm-hmm. And if you get your teeth kicked in, whatever. Because even when I first started playing, I get my teeth kicked in. I'm sitting talk like, this is what happened, this is how you get it done. You know, right. oh, okay, like, that was really good you did there. And I've played against new people. Tell them, like, man, you, you, you know, I beat you, but you played a good game. You didn't make stupid mistakes. So, you made – you. Yeah. You know, experience mistakes. Is it we're not emphasizing the right things? Yeah, and sometimes we're we're, we're talking win win win, and maybe yeah. we need to not Instead of just the, the love of the game. Yeah, <laughs> so I think I think I mean because the tournament, I think a lot of people like they come for the the atmosphere, they come for the people, like you know, hanging out. Maybe we focus too much on the games. When we record, I agree, it's a good time. I mean, I could go, I could lose every game, I'd stop a class. You know, that's not a problem. You know, I've been there. I've, I, you know, I've done. Poorly, everyone, we all done poorly to start. That's just the way it goes. Some do more poorly than others. Sure, sure. <laughs> and continue doing poorly. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't learn from our mistakes. <laughs> right, right. So right. continue, yes. Uh, but, I mean, the point is that it's fun, right? I mean, that, it's, it's a fun game. It's a fun environment. It's the best community. Card gaming community is the best I've been in. Actually, there's a guy here. It's his first GT he's ever been to. He's one of Jake uh, Cherapicos. Even I can say it, Felix. Come on. Uh, yeah, too much alcohol. Um, he was asking us last night. He was like, "So, is there any like those guys at this tournament?" Because he was asking, and I was like, "I mean, I honestly could not think of anybody." I was right. like, "There's nobody no, here." No, 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 no. Like, I have a, my, my, my theory is that the game system does not it attracts a different personality because in yeah. the old systems, it was a game designed to find exploitation. Yeah, right. I'm exploiting this rule, right. and I'm going to abuse it. And, like, I'm building a big list, and I don't think we have that thing. We have it yeah. to a degree, but it's not. Power gamers don't want to play this game. No, they're right. playing Ninth Age, or they're right. playing War Machine, right. or they're right. playing something yeah, else. because they can't break it. So I, I think that's something Matthew's doing right, is keep yeah. the, keeping the game balanced, balanced and competitive. Yes. Right. Yes. You're not going to win just by showing up list. I mean, we like a War Machine. It was, oh, you have well, that but, list. Now but remember, list if you're here on the internet, if you just show up with a really well-painted army, and you're a nice guy, you're going to win the tournament. Really? I mean, I've got half of that, but... <laughs> and, I mean, I could pay somebody to do the other half, but... It's because we're all communists. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Good old Bradley. So, what, you know, one thing I thought about was when, when, when a tournament gets the Masters qualifier, does that affect the tournament, the tournament's effect on new players? Does it attract a certain type of player? And does that make the... Does it ratchet things up? Like... If I was running a new tournament and I said, I don't want to be a Masters qualifier, does that make it better or worse for new players? Uh, I'll be honest. Yeah. The worst the worst games I've ever had in, in really any any system has usually been the middle tables. Because when I'm playing against the top tables, I'm playing these guys who really know the game. 
they know the game, they know the rules, so they're just like, hey, whatever, you know, it's cool, yeah, move the flag up, it's not going to break anything. And if I'm in the bottom table, swimming, kicking Everybody's pool, just having good fun. We're, we're all terrible, so none of us care either. It's like the middle table, you get that one guy who thinks he should be doing Delusions better. The grandeur. Right, he should be doing better than what he is. You know, that's the one. Look, buddy, I don't even want to argue. But, right. The whole master qualifier thing? I don't know, I'm te- just asking. Technically, every, I mean, I've never even thought about it, to be honest. I've never, I don't, I don't think it I don't think that yeah, no? new, new tournament players. Yeah. I don't think it's going to scare anybody. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think it matters, right? Because if you're a new player, not, you don't necessarily care about the masses. Right? You don't, you're not going to qualify. Right, right. So and I, and I don't I think, think it matters. I don't think it affects your The decision. Northeast, which I think they stole Alex's idea of the, the best of the rest, that the secondary tournament for be awesome. the, the not masters. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the pet, you know, we have the, mes- the 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 masters and then the peasants, whatever. I think that's going to be fantastic. Even if I don't make the team, like I'm not even stressing. I want to be like, I'm gonna go play in this other one. Right. Yeah, and I think that's something that I know. I was talking to Corey a little bit, who's running it. Um, he said he got way more interest in that event than he even he was expecting. So like, right. I think so remember you brought up like we yeah. talked about it like a year ago. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Lang was going to put a bid. And we're like, we should do a best of the rest tournament. Yeah, you know? right, right. There was a tournament in Wisconsin called Wapaka, and they did something different. They said, when you came to the tournament, you have to decide, am I a contender or am I a hobby guy? Am I here to, like, win the tournament or am I just here to have fun? And they would match you. You literally had, like, two different tracks. Like, if you're a hobby guy, you're playing hobby guys the whole time. And it, it, it affected, I mean, we didn't have a master system back then. Well, I guess we did, but it, it you know. It, right, right, right. It, does that make sense what I'm saying? No, I think it's... it's I don't know if that would work, though, on Earth. I don't know if it would either. I, mean, I, think, I like to think that people here do both to a degree. I think, I think that would blend those pretty well. I think mm-hmm. overall. Um, I don't know if we... I don't know if you get more hobby guys that way. Or, I don't know. What What if we match up first rounds based on your ranking? So that all the really top-end players play each other and all the new players end up playing each other. I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know. Then you get second round and you get somebody like the, the, the loser like with, you. With, with good Cap- player, but lost to a great player. With Captain Castro, I went to a tournament. He lost first round. So second round, he's like, cool, I'm Submarine. He gives him a chance to shoot me. He's like, why am I being, why am I being punished again? I think, I think the scoring, the way that the TO designs the scoring for a tournament kind of helps dictate what that tournament's designed for anyway. So. so I don't really see the need for something like that yeah. in, in that many environments. Give me some examples of yeah. what's a what's a tournament that's designed for new players. Like, like Vanguard I think in particular. Yeah. Mike Atkins tournament is like the most beginner friendly tournament. Mm-hmm. The environment I mean it's literally at his house so you never have to leave. So it's got the social structure to it. Right. But he's he's pretty heavy on sportsmanship and on painting. They're pretty he, heavy. Twenty five percent, thirty percent? No, it's about twenty yeah. So is it like soft scores fifty percent, battle fifty percent? No, no, not that much. It's forty oh, percent soft. And you wouldn't go that far. Yeah, yeah. We are it's the not Atlantic like buggy where it's thirty three, thirty three, thirty three. Yeah, said it was like sixty battle. And it's like twenty. Right. Yeah. Okay. But he, but he also limits like if somebody's bringing. He basically looks at the oh, list. He's copying. He, 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 he has list projection. Right. So he says a couple of things will reject the list for mostly around allies. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. One of the big things like you can't take like a fifth wizard because they're allies. You know. Well, we didn't say anything from but we don't copy. We just say. You can't take out highs. No, you can't take living right, legends. Right. You can't take. You know, we just, we just. Right, which is good. Right. I think it's a good rule. I mean, I think, um, yeah, I think it's a good new player. It's like I think the trophies you give out matter too, right? Like, you know, maybe you're gonna give out like three hobby trophies or four hobby trophies versus like the one battle. I know Unplugged GT is an example. They both, they they don't even have a best general trophy. Yep. They never have. Their best trophy is even overall. They have best like general suckers. Right, exactly. <laughs> first, second, third overall. First, second, third sports and paint, yeah. and that's it. And that's cool. I think that that's cool to have. That. I think I think there should be variants in tournaments. I think some should be more hobby, some should be less. Hobby. Well, that's something we've been talking about. You know, when the, every three weeks we get this discussion about soft scores. It's like, well, right. this, uh, you know, some events, yeah, have very, have very, very, or they have a small percentage, but then you can cap it. 
where there's no differentiating. It's all everybody's going to get twenty five points for paint. Right. Everybody's going, you know, which is fine. And then there's yeah, other yeah. ones where it's going to be swinging more their direction. Yeah, and I think and it swings around. That's what it should be. And that's you know, like a Mountaineer, for example, like this is kind of our, I think, our standard tournament. It's nothing too mm-hmm. crazy about it. It's like the rules aren't too wacky, and this has kind of been our kind of benchmark. That's why I think it's growing. Like, oh we yeah, need, we need Tony to bring back Kingslayer. Kingslayer, right. he's right. being lazy, by the way. Me and I will be listening to this when you put it out. Me and Robert, Brandon, offer we would to it. All he has to do is ask the hobby shop when they can do it. Comic Empire, right? Just ask them when they can do it, and we will go down there. We we will to it, and Tony doesn't have to do anything. Just, just whatever. Look pretty. Just, yeah. just show, show up. up. He can play, <laughs> and we will we will to. I will happily walk around and say Mike and rule against Mike Austin every every rule <laughs> question. Like, yeah, I don't Thanks. care. No, Mike can't do it, and he knows that's what would happen. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, Tony, can't slam. It can happen. He shut it down because he had to finally give out his T-shirt. And Tony's like, right. I wore it yesterday, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's like, well, I'm never doing this tournament again. <laughs> so anything else about just bringing new players into the games or anything? Uh, I mean, we had some ideas. Think, One, like vanilla scenarios, vanilla limit some of the bull crap you might see. Yeah. Maybe lower points. Well, yeah, and, I, I think mean, a lot of people, what they can do in their region is... Don't be scared to, to be a TO. Like I said, just do a once-a-month tournament, which is just a one-day. If you only have four guys, still fire it. So what? Just make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've always said that matter how many people will show up. Well, our first right. tournament in Kings of War had eight players. I was like, well, we'll play with eight. That's fine. Right. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. And we, I, I mean, we've had Eric Trowbridge just come down to And we had George. <laughs> so, you know, pretty much everybody. <laughs> we had Eric Trowbridge come down just to come play. And it was like, all right, everybody gets to play everybody at least once. Let's just make it happen. Thanks yeah. for coming on, you guys. Yeah. All right. Thanks for I am with the infamous internet troll. Uh, Tim Smith. Yeah, Tim Smith. Oh, I Actually, we were... I was going to say Larry Essick and his handler, the, the guy who pokes the bear more than anything. I mean, every, every good troll's got to have someone he feeds. Right. How are you finding Mountaineer so far? Good. I came back. This is my second year. Liked it last year. Was top five last year. Hope to do it again this are year. Are you sitting 3-0? No, I'm two wins and a draw. That's not bad. No, that's solid. Who did you play? I uh, see. I played uh, Ray Winant, yeah. game two. Billy, I didn't catch his last name, a mid Atlantic player. And then Allen, another mid Atlantic player, round one. And that was my draw. So, what army are you playing? What's your list? The goblins. Oh, the ones from Adepticon yep. or something similar to that? So, all that? so, it's the same exact list from Adepticon, except I added because we've got an extra 255 points. 255 points. Uh, two units of spitters and another flagon on foot. It's my first Mountaineer. Um, I came up to Vanguard. Yeah, and, Mike Atkins event in Virginia. Yeah, yeah, and and had a blast up there and, and met a lot of these guys face-to-face, mm-hmm. person, right? You're, you're, you're a guy that's different in person than you are on the Internet. Am I? Yeah. Yeah, Somebody I, I, I'm a that. real person in, in, in real life. Yeah, yeah. It's hard <laughs> to hate you when you look at that beautiful face. That's true, too. <laughs> so how do you find um, So you went to Vanguard. So I went there, and then and Chris was was, you know, advertising it and I had a great time up there uh, even though I got my tail you know stomp yeah. but I finished ahead of Tim he did so you know I figured that was success that's what happens when you play your first round game at 3 in the morning while drunk yeah, on, Friday night. Yeah, on yeah. Friday night that was hilarious who did you guys play I played uh, Jake Chirapika and uh, he was there and one of his friends was there and they just kept pouring me drinks and he'd be like, "Are you sure and there's no like McFlurry?" Around? Yeah, nothing. You got nothing. So I was done. I was now, done. That's not totally true because afterwards they brought. Didn't they bring ice cream? Yeah, um, Mike's girlfriend <laughs> yeah, yeah. brought ice cream. 
Yeah. But by then, it, the damage was, it was already done. How was your weekend going uh, so far? Yeah, yeah. So I, I played uh, Ray in my first game, the same. Ray, Ray from, uh, he's from Pennsylvania, right? Yep. Um, and got a draw. Then I played against Goblins in my second game and who got crushed. Who was it? Do you remember who the player was? Um, Point him out. Uh, no, it wasn't I don't George, remember. was it? No, 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 it wasn't George. You don't remember George? Uh, yeah, I try. Uh, no, <laughs> George. Sure George, is are... not, George is not our team. George is my. Is oh, my your partner. Yeah, that's right. Gray-haired trolls, right? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, your so, team name? Gray-haired. I tried for the trolls, but they went with Dragon. I don't uh, know why. Yeah. And then game three, uh, Mike. Uh, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Zettelmeyer, right? No, no. With a C. Something with a C. Is it a Mike? Dan. 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 Oh, yeah, from Baltimore. Yeah. Played. Played Dan, and he was playing. Orcs again. So I played Orcs, Goblins, Orcs. And how'd you do? Uh, I drew the first game. I got crushed the second game. I got crushed the third game. So where are you sitting so at points? Got 16, 12, and I think I, was I got... I ask if you are even to double digits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was ahead of you after game round one. <laughs> I had right. 16. You only had 15 or 14. <laughs> um, 12 the second game. with a, That was a loss. I had 12 points. So and then, 16, 8, 12. That's, eight, that's 28. I had 28 with a draw and a loss. And then this last game, I got... Seven points. So you're sitting 35. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's pr- I mean, pretty, it's not where you want to be, probably, but pr- pretty good when you consider that that's you know two losses in a draw. Yeah. But the scoring, I, I like the scoring system because you don't feel bad because you know as a loser you don't feel as bad. as a loser you don't feel so bad, right? Because you lose a game and you're still scoring eight, nine, twelve. Right. Or you're, yeah, you know, yeah. So so you have this illusion at least that you're you're in. Well, in, the in my mind, it's you're you're still doing something. Right. I'm losing. I'm gonna lose a game. Right. What can I do to get yeah. some extra well, this, bonus points? This uh, scoring system also changes the play style because there's no negative to losing units. Right. So everything. Because it's not the difference in attrition. Right. It's you Just kill what, what you, you kill. killed and what I killed. Right. Exactly. So, so you become everything in your army now is a piece of chaff because you don't care if you lose it. It's not going to affect your score. Unless yeah. you need it to win the game, you know, and score and something. Unless to game. win the game, right? But you'll if I need to sacrifice, like I've been sacrificing my mentor mob left and right. Here's right, because it didn't count against you, Here's right? a defense six right. wall. Throw it out there. Right. Stop you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So armies, <laughs> what armies are jumping out at you here at the event? From a list maybe first, and then maybe we go back and artistically. I'm, I'm going to say this, and people will hate me for it, but uh, I like Tim's army, actually. I do, too. I don't like yellow, though. Oh, no. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> no. Absolutely. Yellow worst. is really hard to do and to carry off, so... You know, the fact that he even tried to do yellow, I think it, he gets props for that. And it came off well because I knew everyone would think yellow is hard to do, and it's just like, well, I don't care. If it looks like crap, it looks like crap. Everyone well, would just blame the yellow. Well, you can a lot of ways, but, but still, I mean, yellow is tough to do. You got any armies that, that uh, you like? I like Brat, uh, Bart's, Bart's elf army, list. Yeah. Uh, from a list perspective, because yeah. it's a pretty standard elf list, but also from... An artistic point. It just looks nice. GW yep. models mostly. Yep, mostly GW. Um, he did use the Manic Worm Riders for his Drake arms. Lucky. Yep, lucky. But he painted his own. Yep, and they look a lot. You know, and they're fully they painted. Look, look, does look does, does he send this to Poland or what? What's the deal? No, he sends them to Florida. Okay, it's like an old retired guy or something. Yep. It's not George though. No, it's not George. But I didn't think George lived in Florida. No, but you, well, we don't really know where George lives. Yeah, he has license plates from every state. That's right. how he proves where he lives. <laughs> So what 
I mean, what armies did you see? What list did you see that were tough? There's actually a couple good orc lists here. Yeah? Yeah, the orcs. I played um, Ray's Orcs, and he's got you know four hordes, three hordes of orcs, trolls, winged slasher, giant, chariots. He's got a lot of stuff. Yeah, he does. It's actually pretty well built, and if it had worked the way it was supposed to, probably would have won our game. But we had the two largest pieces of impassable terrain, and in that game they created an L shape in one of the corners. So for invade, I just put my whole 26 unit strength surrounded by a giant wall, and if he put all of his unit strength on my side of the board, I beat him. So I sort of neutralized his numbers, but it was still a nice list. You see anything, Larry? Well, I haven't really had a chance to walk around tables and look at people's armies because after I get beat so bad, I need room. You, know, you got to go cry. sulk in a yeah, corner. Yeah, I got to have corner time. But, but um, race li- list was was pretty good. For orcs, um, you never would have thought. Yeah. And then, a lot of bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the orc list that I played the last time against Dan... Um, was just chariot hordes, five wagon hordes with haste, slashers, axe, in your face, in your face, and and honestly, with what I'm, I'm playing, that you, I can't deal with that. I'm playing the what? Mongols. Oh yeah, and I, and I'm playing Mongols. So so I played Mongols. This is my third tournament playing them. Um, at siege. Because we got to count unit strength for skirmishers, I want 50% skirmishers, 50% lancers, and then some leader types. Uh, worked okay. Everybody was upset about the skirmishers counting, so I knew that no other tournament was going to do that. So last tournament I played him at Vanguard, I went with only two skirmishers, and everybody else was a, was a, a genuine unit. That worked pretty well. Yeah. Um, so this tournament, I was like, I'm going to go completely the opposite way. So this tournament, I, I have eight unit strength. Right. I, I got two hordes. I got two. He- I got a, a, a monster, a, a phoenix, and, and a and a hero that's a large infantry. So I got eight unit strength, and everything is a skirmish lancer. And I'm just I built to play against the kinds of armies that I normally see around, and instead I run into three horde armies. Uh, right, not the know, army. It's like have. it's like just but that's not, the fun of going out of region. But I uh, know that is is exactly right. And Dan and I were talking about it. And I was like, you know, I could whine and complain about it, but nobody made me take that army. Nobody. You know, I didn't show up to the room and they gave it to me and said, "Here, this is what you plan." Well, like, yeah, I, I mean, Joey, Joe Green just you know uh, I mean? destroyed me, and it's like, well, I mean, I don't have the tools. Right. Not his fault that I didn't bring that tool. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, you know, so uh, as a whole, though, the Southeast is doing pretty good. I Are think they? So. Except yeah. for you and Larry. Yeah, except for us. Um, I'm zero yeah. three. Yeah. Yes. Well, see, on, we're probably going to get to play then. Well, I don't I don't even have 30 points, so I don't know about that. But Billy's got two wins and a loss. I got two wins and a draw. Brian's got two wins and a draw. Drew's two wins and a draw. Chris Beer's coming out of the, no, Drew, Drew's the Southlands. Won. I thought Drew's won one and one. Maybe he's won I think, one. I think he lost the second round. But as a whole, we're doing pretty good. And our club, we're in contention. Yeah. Me, Billy, and Brian. Hell yeah! I'm dragging your ass down. You're not because it's top three players, so you. Oh, dragging, maybe then it doesn't matter. You're not dragging anybody. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have at least three. I think. Yeah, three, three guys. I thought it was average three. of the whole team. Oh well, damn it! Oh well, you're fucked. Up. <laughs> average of the whole team is actually stupid. 
because if you have a huge group like uh, like Aristocats, yep. they've got like eight or nine people. Right. Yeah. I think it's I it's kind of like it's school. Top, I think it's top number. If you only have yeah. four grades in, and one of those is a zero, or we're gonna you're kick, failing science class. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna kick Robert out. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Rob. We love you. Or, or I'll just boot you guys. You guys just start your own club. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We didn't kick you out. You kicked us out. That's right. That's right. Yeah, go with that. So you guys having a good time this weekend? Yep. So you know, far, I like, I like they brought food in tonight. Yeah, we're having barbecue. I love barbecue. Yeah. I love to eat. Right? Yeah. yeah. All, in, all in all, I think they're really doing really well. And I'll tell you the other thing: I would have never thought that a Comfort Inn would have a room like this in it. Yep. This place is amazing. I'm like, Maybe one of the best venues. I'm like, I mean, hotel. Yeah. Room, take the elevator down yeah. to the game room. Yeah, this is great. I would never have guessed that. Now, you guys weren't here last year, mm-hmm. so the this hallway that this game room's in has like four more little rooms. So tomorrow that'll be full of a church group. There's a church group that uses those. <laughs> okay. So for the first like round and a half, first two rounds, we get we get we you'll get see little out. old ladies like looking down in here yeah. as they come out of church. Okay. Yeah. So okay. that'll be interesting. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah, thanks, Ron. That's funny. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter at countercharge15. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. All right, go ahead, Jess. Give us the uh, little sound clip. Of what? Oh, we're talking about the, the best part of West Virginia with a Prius? Yeah. So like when I'm sitting there at the red light and you know you got these skillbillies and there's like and I'm just looking at them and then it goes to green light and there's like I'm just like hmm.